Hey everybody, it's Microphones of Madness. I'm Rodney, over there Steve. A bio. And today we're going to the movies with Crazy Samurai 400 vs. 1. That wacky samurai. That wacky samurai. It is uh, a film, it's about, what, about an hour and a half long, something like that, maybe. Yeah. Um, but its claim to fame is that 77 minutes of the film is a one-take action sequence. It is. And it is exactly that. <laughs> it is what it says on the can. Uh, this film was uh, directed by Yuji Shimomura and starred Tak Sakaguchi as Miyamoto Musashi. Yay, Musashi. Yes. Of course. Kind of Musashi. Yeah, one of the... Loosely massage. Yeah, he's more mostly mostly because they needed like a badass name to go with the guy. Well, <laughs> you know, get much more badass than Musashi. Right, right. If you want to come up with like a folk hero that could probably do something like take on four hundred guys, Musashi's your man. Right. Or Benkei. So that's it's it's well it's loosely. The um the final fight from the second samurai movie. Yes. Very loosely. Very loosely. It's 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 a rough interpretation of a duel. So loosely. Yep. Uh it basically there's a... it's got a framing story around this huge action sequence. Uh but before we get into that part, we will say it's streaming. Uh you can't get it on Amazon, but it's also streaming on the Haya. Uh, streaming network that features a lot of Asian uh, martial arts films or some more horror yes. films being included on the service as well. well. That's basically what the service is, is to watch Asian films. Yep. Mostly yep. Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. Little Sword Fu, some Gun Fu. Yep. And, and, and an increasing uh, collection of horror as well. Yeah, they have a lot of Mikkei stuff mm-hmm. on there. They've got some Mikkei stuff. The... Uh, Film that was on Netflix that I enjoyed so much, uh, Rigor Mortis, is now on there. So, Whoa. Chinese vampire film. So definitely check that out if you guys get a chance. Actually, if you like, if you like that kind of thing, and I think a lot of people who, who listen to us do, it's worth it. It's only like three bucks a month. Right. It's like it's really cheap. Right. It's really cheap, and they do have a lot of films on there, a lot of classics. Yeah, and so and some really obscure stuff. Um, and they also have their own what they call the Haya Originals, which this film on that service is billed as an original. This is a Haya original. Yep. Even though it's on Amazon as well, so that's why we're plugging it on high. Yeah, but a lot of those places do that. So if it's like, um. Netflix does that all the time. So they'll take a, a foreign film mm-hmm. and import it over to Netflix and call it a Netflix original because right. that's where you can see it. Or or they pay like a portion of the production cost or something like that to make so they can make their budget back so they can slap that title on there. Right. So all right. So the framing story is is that Musashi uh, is is wiping out this clan for one reason or another. They never say. 
Uh, and well, they no, he. I mean, those of us who have watched movies or read books, right, will infer that he has defeated the two top swordsmen of this uh, of the school, mm-hmm. and the uh, rather than than bow out gracefully, um, they double down. <laughs> Uh, a little bit more than double down. Well, this is uh, quadruple down at this point, right? And have and have a <laughs> in 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 a boneheaded move that that I don't think anybody can truly understand. Uh, they they put a child up as the head of the clan and challenged Mushashi to fight the fucking kid. Yes, I, I guess to make him look like an asshole, and he. He actually bit. is kind of an asshole in this film. Yeah. So. True. True. <laughs> and it starts. It starts with uh, they have a hundred swordsmen of the clan, and they've hired like three hundred mercenaries <laughs> to deal <laughs> with Musashi. Right. And they think that's enough. And they think that's enough. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna come off the bat and say. I really didn't enjoy this film too much. There were parts that were cool. Mm-hmm. Most of it was kind of like, okay, they're they're really really leaning into this one shot thing a right. little too hard, right? But that being said, the opening of that sequence, right before that actual sequence happens, mm-hmm. when they ha- they show from the kid's perspective watching this butterfly. Mm-hmm. And Musashi is in a tree. Right. And he jumps down and slices through the butterfly to inviscerate this kid. And it's a five-year-old kid, too. Yeah, so, somewhere around there. Five, seven, something like that. It's pretty brutal, but the shot looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The gentleman the gentleman that plays Musashi, uh, Tak, is it, it, he's pretty convincing in the role, I would say. I mean, he's got kind of the attitude, uh, the swagger that you associate with the character. Not not Toshiro Mifune's swagger, but... No, he's definitely more of a 21st century swagger. Yeah. But uh, it's... You get into the... the, the he doesn't have the gravitas of right. Mifune. Not yet, not yet. Anyway, I I think, uh, but this is also a younger Musashi, not quite as experienced, but still skilled. Uh, and then, short shortly after the coolest sequence in the shot of the movie, we start the one take fight scene, and it just like starts, and it's just balls to the wall for seventy seven minutes, and. Yes, you can tell this the budget is pretty low because they use a lot of kind of tricks of the trade, but they're kind of making it completely obvious that yes. that they're recycling it, stuntmen. Well, they have to do that. There's yeah. only like there's only like like 10 stuntmen. Uh I think it it's like 30 or well, there's 30 the, or 40 extras and maybe 10 or 12 stuntmen. Yeah, there there weren't uh a lot. Right. There were certainly weren't 400 stunt. <laughs> right. 
Right. The <laughs> the actual body count, if I uh, read the trivia correctly, is five hundred and eighty eight. But you the the cool thing, and I watched this with my son, and we were making fun of it. But the cool thing is, you kind of got to see how a seventy seven minute one shot fight is structured in terms of of choreography. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing they did was they had the same, you could see the same guys over and over again, and the same guys were getting defeated in the same way. Right. So there's this guy in a really bad wig who kept on getting uh, hit on the head. Right. And every time he came on, Logan and I would look at each other and go, one, two, three, bonk. Yep. Because that, that's what happened. Yep. So you, you, you kind of infer that what ends up happening is you have um, the, these five like uh, principal stunt people. Mm-hmm. And when they show up, that guy's getting bonked in the head. That guy's getting run through and pushed to the floor. Right. <laughs> this other guy's getting a gut shot. And, and it's the same people every time. So it's, it's got to be like a code. I don't think they had the whole thing choreographed. I think they had parts of it choreographed. And then in between those set pieces, they had um, like random improvisation. They knew what was going to happen. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, They they worked a lot in like four beats and five beats. Uh, So it would be like four deflections, kill. Five deflections, kill. You know, and it's it has a very... It's very structured in a lot of ways where you have like, okay, you have the big group shot, right? And they surround him and they're all trying to like take full pot shots and then guy hit in the head, you know, guy run through and knock down, you know, guy gets hit in the ankle and then, you know, then a bunch of them charge him and it's like gut shot, gut shot, gut shot, gut shot. And yeah, it's called that the slalom. The slalom, Yes. <laughs> And, yeah, I mean, if you're looking for, like, really fancy uh, fight choreography, this scene is not it. This scene uh, is pretty much what would happen if one guy actually tried to do this and he would rely on very simple moves. Because you can tell that, and they didn't do the thing that that Daredevil does in their one-shot hallway fight where they go into a room and then they switch out with a stuntman to do the next sequence of the fight and then bring the actor back. Right. There was only uh, really one part where the camera wasn't focused on the actor. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was like this argument happened between two of the mooks. Right. That was just there to to break it up some. I think they had to break it up and, and... it, it wasn't quite at the halfway point. I think it was a little bit more towards the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I think it probably gave the actor a little bit of time to like catch his breath. And- yeah, yeah, you could tell. I mean, the sweat <laughs> and the heavy breathing was real. <laughs> well, yeah, and and it's the the weird thing that fight scene aside because. Whether or not it's a believable fight, a 77-minute one-take fight is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. 
Just the the stamina alone. Yeah, just just to set that up and and have that. That's pretty damn impressive. You can't take away from that. But unfortunately, the rest of the movie did take away from that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like you said, it was like, why is this fight even happening? Those of us, and and granted, everyone who's watching that in Japan already knows, right? Right. I mean, this to them, this battle is like the OK Corral. Mm-hmm. Right. It's right. iconic. Everybody knows at least some of the details. They might not know, you know, the the uh, true sequence of events or whatever, but people have some idea of this battle. Right. 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 I mean, it's so iconic that I know about. It. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. It's, it's the, the, the second of the three big duels, you know. Right. So. So there you go. Unfortunately, for the the movie leans into that not enough and makes you assume that makes the audience assume that that's what's going on. So you got that. The second thing is they're fighting in like basically the ruins of like a, a clan compound. Mm-hmm. Every building is falling apart. It's dilapidated. It's completely deserted. It's like. The, the main part of the compound apparently is where everybody is. Um, and that seems to be in good shape where the lords live. But the rest of the town surrounding this area it's, is... It's falling apart. It's falling apart. It's ruined. It's deserted. It's, it's basically a ghost town. It's um, almost like they, they just took a backlot from a Toho production yeah. and just decided to do it there. And didn't even bother to to like spruce anything up, mm-hmm. and just like, well, here, this looks good enough. We'll just do it here. Right, right. From what I understand, the original idea that this movie spawned from was that the uh, the stunt team was already making another film, and they were supposed to do an eleven minute one shot duel, um, but that movie got canceled. And so they decided that, uh, you know, let's keep the stunt guys around. We've already worked on this. Fuck it. Let's do 77 minutes. Let's do a 77 minute stunt scene. We expect the entire movie into it. Right, right. Because, because yeah. you know, the, 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 all the rest of the people making the movie, all that was left was the stunt team. So this is the stunt team making a movie. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, that makes sense. It makes more sense than, yeah. than, than it is. But, I think it does detract from it um, in terms of of um, suspending disbelief mm-hmm. and whatnot. Right. Um, you know, that and the fact that you could recognize the same stunt yeah. people over and over and over again. Right. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it's, it's a 77-minute one-take shot. They don't have time to throw on a new kimono. Right. Exactly. Because... Uh, it has a very uh, Shaw Brothers kind of uh, endearing quality to it, you know that that kind of cheesy quality. You know, you could go in the head and just say cheap. Yeah, well, cheap, <laughs> this, but... this is like you could see the zipper on the on the rubber suit of the monster. Right, right, but still, I mean, I had a lot of fun watching this movie just just because, and and I'm I guess maybe maybe it's because I'm kind of a connoisseur of fight scenes and stuff. And because the majority of this film is so low budget, you get to see a lot of the tricks of the trade. 
on full display. Like the fact that they have those 10, 12 guys that just run back and forth in the background to make it look like there's more people there than there actually are. Right. I'm not saying it wasn't fun because it was fun watching. Oh, yeah. If you were Uh, able to, like, crack jokes at it, you guys were having fun. Yeah, exactly. And I think that was the whole point of the movie, really. Right. They were having fun. You're having fun. There's there's definitely a difference between a cheesy movie that you can watch. It's not all that great, but you can have fun watching it. Mm -hmm. And like a pile of hot steaming garbage, like the Hobbit movies. Right. That takes itself seriously. And and, and you can't, and you can't even watch it so bad. I mean, there's, you can't even get that sense of humor about it because it's that bad. Right. And I think, I think, um, you know, not not that this even approached that because it was definitely watchable. Um, would I watch it alone? I don't think I would have had as good of a time if I just watched it alone. Mm-hmm. I think it's definitely a, a, a group effort. Right. Made watch I, I, I watched it alone and uh, I giggled pretty much the whole time. And uh, yeah, I was tired by the end of the <laughs> just because. Uh, it, it definitely the it cat, has like a cat. 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 Oh, well, tough shit, cat. Everyone, that's that's Link back there. He's an idiot. Yep, went back. He's a moron. He tried anyway. to jump through the closed window. Now he doesn't want yeah. to. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. There we go. <laughs> anyway, this film also had a... It had like a, that video game quality to mm-hmm. it. Where... Um, even the fight scene itself was very video game-ish because a lot of it was uh, over-the-shoulder shot. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, there was some points with different angles, but the majority of it was like that third-person view, and you're just watching it, and you're like, oh, this is like playing a video game. Right. And then he, would, he had <gasps> these uh, water stashes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, you know... You watch it and you go, yeah, well, it's a 77 minute action film. He better have like some water lying around so he can, uh, you know, not die. Right, right. And that was kind of neat how they integrated that actually into, you know, the logistical side of doing this type of scene into the rest of the scene. It was very video game ish. Right. It was like, okay, I reached my save point. Right. Yep. (laughs) Got I to the campfire. Have... You you made the uh, a Dark Souls comparison. Yeah, and you get to the water bottle, and all the all the bad guys reset, and that's why you keep on seeing the same people over yep. and over again. Yep. But every once in a while, you would get the you would get the water bottle scene. Uh, he also had sore extra swords stashed around town. Uh, the yeah. So and, and you think about like so. In terms of the continuity of the movie, the context of the movie, did he just like go there and prep it all? Yep. And then wait wait for them, I guess. Yep. Yep. Which is also contrary to the you know, the legend. Right. Well no. The, he's he was uh, he was also rumored to be a master tactician. Yes, but I mean, they, the the school acted without honor and right. ambushed him with the entire school fighting him. Right. Um, so, it, it, and you know, it was dire. You know, it was a dire situation. They they 
you know, planned on on over. Well, same thing here. They planned on just overwhelming him. Mm-hmm. But at least in the uh, book and the uh, second samurai movie, you know, it's it's a dire situation. It isn't like something that he um, planned, right? And in this, it's more like he planned this. Um. Yeah, well, no, the sec- he he expected the ambush in, even in the second Samurai movie. I'm not sure about Vagabond, um, which I think that's what you're referencing when you say in the book. No, I'm referencing Musashi. Ah, okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh, in the second Samurai movie, he went to the battle with the, uh, the mirror strapped to his forehead because he was expecting the ambush. Right, but the ambush was in a swamp. And it wasn't, um, he didn't have, you know, water bottles and extra swords. Right. Well, he wasn't fighting 400 guys either. Um, now, they he wasn't expecting to fight 400 guys in the setup to this film either. As we find out in during one of the water bottle scenes, which is generally where he's like, he's leaning up against the wall, trying to catch his breath, taking some, taking a couple of drinks of water, washing his hands. Um, you know, that he was expecting maybe 70 guys. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Not, just, and I, I, that's one of the things that I really enjoy is like during these breaks, he's like, he sits there and he's like counting on his fingers, trying to figure out how many guys he's fought so far <laughs> and how many they could possibly have. Right. Well, I mean, he has all the, the mercenaries who were very cocksure. Yep. Yep, they were. They were very cocksure. Um, now, we also have, you mentioned the video gamey aspect. There were also breaks in the monotony of just these mass, you know, four or five on one shots where he would duel uh, the submasters of the school. Right. Well, some of them, some, the, the, um, they did the um, Surigama fight. Mm-hmm. Yep, and he was like, "You're not even part of this clan." Because I just want to kill you. Well, too bad. <laughs> Stab you through a pole. Yes, that was that was actually probably of the of the fight that was probably the most exciting part of it. Mm-hmm. Although the um, one on the bridge was very uh, traditional samurai movie kind of duel, uh, where the face off is extended and the actual fight itself is only like two moves. Right, you know, so so you get a lot of mix, mix and match of different types of uh, techniques, and I do kind of like that 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 whole you know, waiting, 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 boom, one strike and it's done kind of fight scenes. You can't have an entire movie of them, but it does break the monotony of just constantly you know swinging swords around. Right, that is true. Now, how about the CGI in this film? Oh, the, the, the CGI blood is terrible. It was you know, post production. The CGI blood, because there was like four or five different splatters that they used. Right. <laughs> and again, you know, it goes with the comes with right, the territory it's, it's cheap, of cheap, cheap. But what about that crappy CGI rain at the end of the big scene? Uh I, I don't know. When they actually made the guys wet. Because they did. They were kind of wet, but not as wet as they would have been 
had it actually been raining, right. the amount that it was they uh, They added more rain. To they, it. Oh, they added a lot more rain yeah. because I think they had um, some water, you know, enough to get them wet mm. where they were. Enough to wet the ground. They had a couple of tanks that were but uh, outside of water that, through the gate. But out, right, but outside of that, mm-hmm. you, it, it was all CGI. Uh-huh. I mean, you, the, the ground wasn't wet and you couldn't see the drops plucking on the ground. Right. Very, but very cheesy. Yeah, it was pretty cheesy, but it's also that's another one of those samurai movie tropes is duel in the rain. Right. So they had to go through they had to duel on the bridge, duel in the woods, duel in the streets. You know, they they, they went through they had to do in this seventy seven minute, they had to do every single samurai fight trope. Guy with a Kusarigama. You know, you just yeah. had to do it. And that was the main that's the main thrust of the movie. And then once the fight scene is over, and they kind of end it because you know it's still technically going when the scene actually cuts. Well, he didn't fight. Um, he didn't fight the true clan head. Right. That's this true. Clan is going to die. Mm-hmm. The old guy. Yeah, not the, the super old guy who he killed at the beginning. Right, the like, old, the old, the the teacher. Yeah, the the main yeah. sword teacher and his favorite pupil, who he was like, "No, nah, you get out of here." I, I, yeah, you're gonna die if you fight this battle. So you go <laughs> right. <laughs> and I thought that was going to be the climax. Was going to be him versus the main teacher. Right. Right. And then we cut to seven years later. Right, Musashi's, Musashi's an older man. He's older and wiser. And uh, then the fight team says, you know what? Let's show them what we can actually do if we have, like, editing. Right. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That last, the last five-minute thing was great. They had some, like, lone wolf and cub shit in there, too, when he had, he's got the custom katana with the stickle. That yeah. pops out of the, the handle. Yeah. Yeah, and then they, they do the editing, and yeah, and it's really, because it's an older Musashi, he's more experienced and more skilled, right? They do the editing, and it makes him look that much more like a badass. Right. Like, like this is the guy who, <clears throat> at 26, fought all these dudes you know, in a kind of a sloppy, messy kind of duel. And now he's the 30, you know, 32, 33 year old guy who survived that fight (laughs) and fought more after that. Right. And doesn't give a shit. Right. And, and he just fucks him up and that's just, it's beautiful. I, that sequence I really enjoyed. And, and they did the other, Samurai fight scene trope of having to do it by a, a, a river or a stream. Right. <laughs> so there you go. So would you recommend for people to watch this, keeping in mind that it's 36% Rotten Tomatoes? Right. You said it's even lower on um, on another aggregate. Yeah, IMDB has it a little bit lower. Uh, let me see. I'll click over real quick. 
it is a 4.5 out of 10. Oh, so that's more. Yeah, 40, 45%, something like that. But, you know, I guess these are people, like, expecting Kurosawa. You know? Yeah, I mean, this is a, I mean, this is a unabashed, just fight movie. Mm-hmm. There's no plot. <laughs> There's no pathos. There's none of that that you're going to get out of, like, uh, you know, an old Chimpara movie. Right. Right. You know, it's not that. It's just the fight. It's just the fight. It's just the facts. It's 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 not it, even like the build up to the fight or right. like what the what the characters are going through anticipating the fight. Yep. You know, like the third samurai movie was that's it was all about that, right? Right. And this one is all about just the fight. Yep. And it doesn't pretend to be anything other. If there's no, right. if there's anything that this movie is pretentious is not one of them. That is true. You know, it's not like a masterpiece, but it also, you know, I, I think, I think it's rather interesting. Uh, if you are a fan of fight films, um, you know, if you go in expecting, you know, Seven Samurai or Yojimbo or even the the samurai films, uh, you're going to be disappointed. But if you're a fan of fight choreography, if you're a fan of how how fight scenes are made. Um, if you're a fan of just watching Jackie Chan films to see how he breaks his neck, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely got, got a little bit of that going in there. Right. There's a, there's a little bit of shot and proud that, that you have to engage in when you watch this film. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's basically, it's a samurai movie that cuts bait straight to the, what a lot of people might even argue is the good part. Yeah, right. it's, no, it's 100%. So, yeah, definitely check it out. It get you a trial to Haya uh, if you want. And, uh, yeah, check it out. It's a, right. it's a fun little way to... And it's not four hours fucking long. Yeah. You know, it feels yeah. long because it is that one fight scene. <laughs> right. Well, you know, watch it with friends. Mm-hmm. You know, have a have a couple of drinks, get high, watch it, make fun of it, MST3K it. Yep. Take a shot Except, every time, you know, that guy gets hit in the head. No, you die of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just enjoy it for what it is. It's just just fun. That's all it yeah, is. Yeah, it was worth it was totally worth watching. <laughs> um would I watch it again? Probably not. But I I I've watched it, and I'm better for yeah, having watched. I, I I probably will watch it again, just to see if there's anything I missed, little things here and there, because I'm sure there are. But yeah, uh, I I tend to you know even when I'm writing stories that have fight scenes, I tend to uh, think of fight scenes in kind of an act structure, and I think this fight definitely does have kind of a three act structure within the confines of its own scene. Uh, you know, and it does, it, it talks, you know, it does handles pacing and, and a lot of that of course is because, you know, the guy's like swinging this sword around for 77 minutes. He's got to take a break every once in a while. (laughs) He even gets a snack. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess my, my only complaint would be that, well, it's not my only complaint, but my, the thing I hadn't mentioned was a lot of the extras are obviously not sword fighters. Right. So you get, to, you know, you get a, a line of guys going at him, but none of them ever swing at him. Or right. if they do swing at him, they swing at him late. Right. And sometimes that lack of, of ability is, is, yeah, it's pretty obvious. Right. Yeah. The, the, the real threat is really just the numbers. Right. But you would think even like people who don't know what they're doing, if they're going in, they would go in swinging. Right. <laughs> As opposed to going in and then like with your sword above your head and just getting sliced open and not even bothering to try. Right. Right. So, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Crazy Samurai 400 versus 1. Um, I have a feeling that it, you know, in martial arts circles, in samurai uh, uh, movie fan circles, this might end up being like a cult film. There you go. And, you know, at least Musashi kept 30 luck points. Yes, he did. More than 30 luck points. 567 luck points.